0: Chapter Twenty of Miss by Gertrude Hall. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Chapter Twenty. Grace's rendering of the theme given out at Bowler's Art School had not involved, on the day referred to by Andreas Dane, any great profundity of thought and feeling, and she knew it. Yet because of his letter, there took place in her a yearning. "'reaching back toward a time when it seemed to her "'she had come nearer to being fine and good. "'It was owing to her effort to revive the ideals of her old self, "'who, so unhappy as she was, "'fostered beautiful thoughts for consolation, "'that, coming half-awake in the night, "'she found herself murmuring over and over, "'like a child in fear of forgetting its lesson. "'My father's daughter makes no compromise with the evil.' Sunday stretched before her, waste and long. Nobody in the house except Aunt Dolores and the servants went to church. She did not go often by herself. It had not been her father's custom. But what an excellent way to get rid of a few of the interminable hours before Monday and the nearest mail time. Incidentally, the venerable ceremonies, the organ music, The soft light, strained through holy symbols and presences, might engender in her breast a little quiet. But the motive above others for going to church was to get away for a breathing space from the house and all its inmates. Sita, who followed her around like a dog, would not offer to accompany her to church. Of that she could feel reasonably sure. But Sita did. It was when Grace, in consternation, looked her in the face that she saw what she might have seen earlier, had she looked as searchingly. that Sita was playing a part. Grace's thought travelled back, as nimble as lightning, over the late intercourse, and the situation became so clear that she was ashamed of having been deceived by such an inferior actress. So as not to appear to have noticed anything, which she took to be the game, she went to church in spite of Sita, and with her. She marveled that such perfidy could yet seem almost innocent, because the perpetrator was devoid of moral shame. Sita wore the pleased air of a young one entrusted with the grown-up task, and proud of acquitting herself so well. It was a pleasure, though, to see her yawn during the sermon. However much one's heart felt as if a wreath of thorns pressed down upon it, there was nothing to do when on monday the early mail brought nothing but readjust one's hopes and fix them on the afternoon to remain still while waiting taxed the nerves so beyond their capacity that grace in search of some way to allay her restlessness chose the rotunda gallery for the exercise of walking a pastime which she could hope to enjoy there without company the domed room was in delicate half-light even though summer sunshine entered through the doors open on the yard whence came indian yells and sounds of romping happily deadened by distance bobby was home for the holidays round and round grace went with hands clasped before her and eyes bent on the floor when suffering from a beginning of dizziness she stood still to let her head unwind something clinging to those old walls found it possible for the first time to communicate with her she got a sense for the first time of the poor things inhabiting that house when it was a private hospital the nervous patients politely so called most likely a little mad prisoners there pacing the floor perhaps like caged animals while they dreamed and plotted their escape the iron gates and railings had been set up to baffle them a thought sprang in that connection which suspended grace's heartbeats was it conceivable that she no more than those others would find it possible to get away from this sinister abode no no these were not medieval times this was the end of the nineteenth century in a free country she started walking again and made a sharp effort to think collectedly, sanely. With the best intentions, Lydia might not have been able to find the money out of hand. It was unfair to think she would fail altogether to send it. But, the wisest course in an unintelligible world being to prepare for the worst. Suppose Lydia did fail. What was there to do? After two months in their midst, she knew a good deal about her companions in the house she had eyes and ears pinky besides let herself go in a good gossip now and then was there anything to hope from any of them to begin with those to whom her heart was most inclined the best who ought rightly to be the most promising uncle sylvanus the kind old man had alas nor resolution nor resource he was what dolores must have meant by a hen and dolores herself the dignified the pious would she not but for being a hen have fled long ago from this house of her humiliation yes though it had been to become a scrubber of floors set aside the thought of help from the good ones Pinky, who came next in the order of innocuousness might not belong in the same broad division of human kind but how expect from one so narrow and dry a befriending for which a little impetus of generosity was indispensable sim vauter was in the same way out of the question a girl could not be imagined taking her troubles to him nor to those young hawks alec and junior violent indiscreet alert for the price black overcome, she had come to fear and hate, to regard as having blood on his hands, almost, for he had been cruel to his wife, a poor enough hen, from all accounts. He had broken her heart. Dolores, who loved the meek, departed lady, had talked about it. So had Pinky. Teresa herself had inadvertently let a reference to it fall. Black overcomes corner of the room his end of the table were to grace as if filled with a cold grey fog enveloping something evil and not understood the one upon whom the mind dwelt most wistfully after all was rebecca her cruel mouth and inimical eyes notwithstanding it had been strange to learn that rebecca had had brain fever as a result of grief over her mother's death the short hair was a reminder of it and yet during her mother's lifetime she had not been a good or dutiful daughter quite the reverse singular passionate discomforting girl if she had been well disposed toward one hers were the force and daring to have made her an effectual aid but since she was not and never missed a chance to show it how trust her not to betray one with the same vicious zest she had been seen to exhibit in stamping out a spider grace flamed with sudden rage and horror at them all nightmare people of this nightmare house she clenched her fists with the yearning to annihilate it and them together and wake in a world where they had no more reality than any other bad dream and she could take up again as if it had not been interrupted the life with lydia and baby yes it shone in the past with a thin glaze of gold for those days had been happy at least in being innocent they had been peaceful at least in that she had not been at war with herself though lydia returned to would not be suave or the bloodless Beatty sympathetic yet the power to rejoin them represented at this pass the sum of earthly desire her heart in its desolate search turned not for the first time to ida and she wept tears of aching affection there was one who would respond to an appeal no matter how demanding why not secretly write to her without waiting longer for lydia why not that which gave grace pause was the reflection that ida lavish laughing warm-hearted ida had known clarence overcome for years her joy in discovering him on board the pretoria their long talks from steamer chairs brought close together, while the old major and she, Grace, paced the deck, arm in arm. All had proclaimed his footing of an old, intimate friend, and knowing Clarence so well, Ida had done what she could, delicately, but sometimes not so delicately, to bring about the match between them. She had taken frank credit for fitting her little friend with a rich husband, the grand prize in life, avowedly grace held to the belief that ida would be true to her but yet how forecast the actions of a person who in fundamental ways has been proved different from oneself might not ida fear the appearance of working against red and have reason to fear it and then to place oneself under an obligation for money after taking a high moral attitude toward the manner of acquiring that money was it decent could it come to good "'were it not better to pray God and rely on Lydia?' "'And so, caught in a coil of youth and timorousness "'and scrupulosity, groping with troubled hands of thought "'and vainly around the walls that closed her in, "'Grace trod the rotunda gallery. "'Becoming aware of Teresa in the dining-room doorway, "'watching her, she stopped short. "'Teresa was the arch-enemy.' Yet, every time Teresa spoke to her in that hearty voice, the fear would come that she might be guilty of a ridiculous injustice. When Teresa asked, What are you doing, my dear? Grace answered amiably, with a drawn smile. I was feeling nervous. The weather, perhaps, is to blame, and I thought this a good way to work it off. Red, overcome, took for granted that his three days of absence for the cause of his sweetheart's paler, sadder looks. He was startled by the change in her, and only after scrutiny realized that it was due, in part, to her having returned to wearing her hair as she had worn it at the time of their first acquaintance, when on the Pretoria the sea-wind used to ruffle the adorably demure little, unfashionable head that she was deeply enough in love with him to have dark rings around her sweet eyes for his sake, gave him, after the first whip-cut of glee, a melting sensation within. He wanted to gather her in his arms on the spot and carry her away, away out of the memory of the mysterious bothers playing the devil between them. With a face like that, after three days' separation, not to know the darling dunce that what she wanted was hardly to go away from him he had high hopes of a better understanding between them before parting for the night and elated showed a cheerful animation all through dinner hoping to raise her spirits by it he thought he had succeeded but when they got up from the table she surprised him by slipping away before he could stop her and with the excuse of a headache retreating to her room. End of chapter 20